Hello and welcome to my Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Chu, and each episode is designed to build your faith and help you discover your purpose in life. Now, enjoy today's message. Hello, hello. Welcome to Wake Up and Walk It Out, where we get to apply biblical principles to our everyday life. I'm Melissa Chu, and I want you to subscribe to my YouTube channel and be sure to click that notification bell so each time I upload a new video, you get to hear about it. And please comment below. I want to hear from you. But most importantly, I bet that as you listen to this message, you're going to think of someone you know who needs to hear this message. Ladies, I believe the biggest mission field today is the gal sitting next to us in church. So don't ignore her. Don't forget about her. If she comes to your mind while you're listening to this message, do yourself a favor, do her a favor, do me a favor and share this video with her. Because today, are you ready? We are talking about control. And here's the deal. Why does it make me so crazy when my husband Brian starts to reorganize the pantry? I mean, I should be grateful that he cares, right? I should be thankful that he wants to do something about the mess and disarray in my pantry. I should roll up my sleeves, dive in, dig in, and help him, right? I mean, that seems like the logical thing to do. But no. Instead, I stand, I stare, I stew. I get frustrated and totally exasperated, and instead of being excited, I'm just mad. And it's not a nice feeling, and nice words do not come to my mind at that moment. Because here's what I'm thinking. Here's how I see the situation. He is messing with my turf. That is my territory, and he is invading my space. Any indication that the kitchen needs help or a change is clearly a direct insult on my ability as a woman, right? This is Satan lies translation. Gets me? These are the lies that Satan puts in my head when I am looking at what is happening in my kitchen. So here I am. I'm going to admit it. Hello, my name is Melissa and I am a control freak. Ah! I know, that hurts, that's me. Is that you too? Because listen, I love to take command of situations. It's in my nature to become the self-appointed commander-in-chief of all the things and all the people. Am, am, Am I alone here? Is anybody listening to me this? Hello? This is what I've learned. When that happens and the controlling Melissa starts to come out, here's what I do. I need to put myself in a grown-up timeout, and I'm just suggesting that you might want to consider this too. So here's what it looks like. Step away from the pantry. Remove myself from the situation before I say something that I most likely will regret. So you, friend, remove yourself from the situation. Get alone and breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth and drop the pity party that the world is all about you and out to get you and start talking to God. Tell him all about it. And then stop talking and listen and receive what he has to say. Repent, adjust your attitude, believe the best in that person and in the situation, pray, and then carry on. So we are going to wake up. This is where we come to the biblical truth. This is the truth, ladies. Control and pride are ugly. 
and they are tactics from the enemy meant to directly keep us in bondage, meaning they are meant to cause division in even the best of relationships. Pride and control are the source of judgment and criticism and lack of gratitude. And in other words, control and pride is a total waste of time and energy and it's contrary to the word of God. Now, I wish that my little pantry scenario was make-believe and totally fictitious, but it is real life. So welcome to a glimpse into my world. And we have pinpointed an area of struggle for me. I don't like it. I'm not proud of it. But that is why I am choosing to reveal it so God can heal it. Because I know Satan's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy my purpose. And Satan wants to keep me silenced and in shame. And he wants to do the same with you. So he wants to take our frustration and anger and use it as a wedge in our relationships. And the reality of my little pantry scenario is that Brian was just trying to help. Nothing more, nothing less. I promise you, he did not wake up that morning and look for ways to belittle or disregard or poke at my ability as a woman, a wife, or a mom. This was his way of just loving me, serving me, and creating a little order in our house. But no, I chose to listen to the lies of the enemy and the lies that he was placing in my head and I saw the situation completely distorted and different than its original intent. So I have a question for you. Whose voice are you listening to? Are you listening to the lies of Satan or are you listening to the truth in God? So work with me. Got some scenarios here. I'm just going to float them out there and you just let them sink in and register how you will. Satan would have you believe the worst in people. God wants you to believe the best in others, the way he does. Satan says to you, make it all about you, because then you'll feel really bad and terrible about yourself. And God says, find me as the source of all things, and I will bring peace and joy and love. Satan says, hey you, Take control of the situation. I want you to take matters into your own hands so you can totally mess it up. And God is saying, give it to me. I've totally got this. Do you trust me? Satan is saying, don't you dare share how you really feel because shame is your name and I intend to keep it that way so I can hold you back. And God is saying, reveal it so I can heal it because all your sins are washed away. Are you with me? Let's continue. Satan says to you, be sure to find all the faults and all the flaws on all the people and all the situations. And God is saying, I have placed value and worth and truth and beauty in all things. Do you see them the way I see them? Satan would say, be sure to share your opinion real quick because nobody's asking for it. And God is saying, be slow to speak and listen to my word. Satan is saying, believe all the lies because I'm going to hold you back. And God is saying, seek my truth. I'm going to set you free so you have no limits. Ladies, control is a very real thing. And I am guessing that I am not the only one who struggles with it. Anyone? Anyone else out there resonating with this? So listen to this definition of control. 
okay? According to Webster's Dictionary, I'm a total word nerd, so I love to dissect words. Control is the situation of being under the regulation, domination, or command of another. Control means being in command or dominating. So what's the problem with control? Hello, let me tell you. It is not our job to be in control. It is contrary to the word of God. Listen to James 4, 7, where it says, then surrender to God. Stand up to the devil and resist him, and he will flee in agony. It's James 4, 7. So you mean to tell me that the secret sauce to resisting the devil and all his dumb lies is surrendering to God? You better believe it because here's the truth. God is the boss of us. He is number one in command. God is holding the reins. He is driving the bus. He is in control because God is almighty. And if we're serious about our walk with the Lord and doing this Christian thing, then we must, it's not a suggestion, we must surrender control to the Lord. And that means relinquishing our will, submitting our lives, our thoughts, our feelings, all of it, submitting and surrendering to God. Notice the word choices there. Surrender, relinquish, submit. Each of those words are complete opposites to the lies of the enemy with pride and control and dominating. Do you hear me? Look at surrender God's way, not mine. Okay? So this is where we get to walk it out. This is where we get to apply the truth that we just learned to our everyday lives. So here's five ways to release the grip of control on your life. So if you're getting notes, this is a good time to get your pen and paper out because number one is you are going to recognize control. So make space and time for God to speak. So that means pause, take inventory, and it looks something like this. God, show me where I'm off today. And then just listen. God's word promises that as we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. So I promise you, he will speak to you. And number two is reveal it. So when God shows you that you're in control, own it. Take responsibility for it. Don't sugarcoat it. Be raw and real and make it look something like this. Forgive me, Lord, for taking matters into my own hands. That was prideful and it was controlling and I was wrong. Okay, number three, replace the lies with truth. Look to the Bible, get your nose in the word and replace the lies with his truth and listen to the word of the Lord. It says, then Jesus said to his disciples, that's you and me, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must, not suggesting, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. That's from Matthew 16, 24. So here we are. It looks like this. Lord, I choose to surrender my life to you. I give you control. Okay. Number four, restore it, which means we're going to renew our minds and bring our minds back to a place of health and make them better than they were before. It, this is where we make a change and we make a decision to see the situations and the people the way God sees them, not the way we see them or the way the enemy sees them. So it looks like this, Lord, create in me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me. And number five, repeat one through four, 
often and always. This is not a one and done scenario, ladies. You are in a battle fighting for your freedom, fighting for your peace, fighting for your purpose, fighting for your relationships. And it is going to be a constant conversation. Hello, my name is Melissa and I am a work in progress. How about you? Peace and love. I believe in you. If you want to learn more biblical truths that you can apply to your everyday life, just go to www.melissachu.org. There you're going to find more blogs, more videos, and a special little download for free that I made for you where you can declare God's truth over your life every day. Also, be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram and join my virtual Facebook private group. Ladies, there's like 4,000 of us in this private Facebook group. You don't want to miss out. So go to Facebook and type in You Are Anything But Average and join our group today. And if you want to learn more about the mission that fuels my fire, look up now hope on melissachu.org. Thank you, friend, for listening to this podcast today. You can visit my website and send me your prayer requests and feedback. And also to get more discipleship resources, visit www.nowhope.org. Until next time, I pray that you will stand strong in your faith. Have a great day.